on today's episode, I want to give you the one reason why diets suck and keep you stuck and what you should do instead. So if you or somebody you know is considering starting a diet, I highly recommend you quickly listen to this episode before you or they start that diet. If that sounds cool, well, keep on listening. Hi, I'm Joseph Olschlager, and what you're about to experience is a brand new approach toward optimizing your health, wellness, and fitness so that you can fully thrive in both business and in life. But get ready because we're going against industry norms and we're saying no to hacks, shortcuts, fad diets, and tunnel vision on physique and appearance, and saying yes to simple, timeless principles of health and wellness to build a clear, powerful mind, a strong, capable body, and resilient vitality. So you can go get out there and fully pursue your purpose, maximize your impact, and live a deeply fulfilling, satisfying life. Welcome to the Optimized for Impact podcast. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to another episode, episode number 20 of the Optimized for Impact podcast. For some reason, I still trip over the name sometimes. The Optimized for Impact podcast podcast. You're here. You found it. Even though I can't say the name correctly, you're listening in. And thank you so much for that. I don't take that for granted. This episode is going to be quick. I wanted to share a thought that I had that's triggered a couple other thoughts and wrapped around into a reminder that I found very, very powerful in the moment that I was in. And I hope that you find this reminder powerful as well. And it deals with making progress when we don't feel like it, when we're frustrated, when things aren't going super well in life, when things are not perfect, it is not ideal. And how do you stay motivated, moving forward, making progress when the wheels are falling apart? I was having one of those moments and I came across the story. And this was a story, a news story, an old one from 2008 about Michael Phelps. Now, for those of you who Remember Michael Phelps? I do realize that maybe some people don't necessarily remember who he was anymore. It sounds crazy to me. But Michael Phelps was one of, if not the most, decorated Olympic swimmer of all time. In the 2008, I think 2004 Olympics, um, he set tons of records, like swept the podium, basically in every race he was in, got gold on everything. It was one of the most, if not today, one of, like, the highest, most dominant athletic performances in the recent history. Definitely in swimming, okay? Michael Phelps, badass, awesome swimmer. But here's the thing. In one of his finals in the Olympics, 2008, I believe it was like a 200-meter butterfly, his goggles flooded. So he dives into the water off the starting blocks, and immediately his goggles flood some seal seal failure and he's basically swimming blind at this point now swimmers you know what that's like it's horrible when you have water in your goggles you literally are blind can't see anything i panic a little bit because i feel like i'm drowning like having water stuck in your eyes um but not michael phelps here's the thing he had practiced he had trained for conditions like this when things didn't go well when the wheels fell off And guess what? 
he knew how to count his strokes. So by counting his strokes, he knew where he was in the swimming pool. So even though he couldn't see the lines on the bottom and even though he couldn't see when to make his flip turn and head on back, because he knew how to count his strokes, he knew exactly when to flip, where the wall was. And in that race, he set a world record. Guys, a world record swimming blind when everything went wrong. Absolutely insane. And the secret to his success there, which he talked about in interviews later, was that he didn't always practice for perfect conditions. He knew that racing, swimming, was a messy sport. Things didn't always go your way. And so instead of just practicing and hoping that things would be perfect so he could win in the perfect conditions and have the perfect race, he prepared for winning even when it wasn't a perfect race, when things didn't go well and the wheels fell off. And as I read that article, it made me think about being a nutrition coach. Oh my goodness, that's what happens oftentimes with health and nutrition behaviors. Many times, especially diets, most of the diets that you see of here in the news headlines, they rely on perfect conditions and they train you and they um, force you into getting results only when things are going perfectly. For example, like eat zero carbs, right? No bread, no fruit, like super high fat, like keto essentially, right? Got to be perfect. No carbs in order to get results or zero refined sugars. They have you like cutting out everything that has sugar in it. So you have to read every label, be super careful. You don't eat food, God forbid, that has sugar put into it. Okay. Again, a perfect strict rule. You have to follow it. Things have to be perfect for you to get results on this diet. Or the one of the recent fads, intermittent fasting. You can only eat between these hours. And that's the only way to get results. And it's crazy because it relies on perfection to get results. Super strict. You're training for perfect. And it's broken, as we saw in the story of Michael Phelps, because life isn't perfect. Nothing is. Life is rarely lived in the ideal conditions, in a controlled environment. We all know life is messy. Kids get sick. Your car gets rear-ended. Now you have no car to get to work. You just started an exercise program, but then you sprain your ankle, right? Life isn't perfect, and life is never ideal or is rarely ideal. And so why do we try to follow these diets that tell us we have to be perfect and things have to be ideal in order to get results? It doesn't make sense because those break down under the pressure and the messiness and the chaotic schedules and things that pop up in real life. And so because many times we fall for this idea of trying to follow the perfect diet with the strict rules in order to get results, because those fail time and time and time again when things come up, this keeps individuals, many, many people, stuck or trapped in the diet cycle or stuck at a, in a level of health, a level of fitness that they don't enjoy. Because again, diets train you and tell you you have to be perfect in order to get results. And that just never really happens. So here's the solution. As we can learn from Michael Phelps, we need to prepare for the messy and the imperfect conditions that you and I will face in day-to-day -day life. So instead of following all the popular diets with their rigid, perfect rules, here's what I suggest we do instead. And that is that you 
come at your health, nutrition, and exercise behaviors or goals with a flexible practice-based approach. So instead of rules, we're talking about practices and essentially practicing skills. So I have two things for you and how to go from following perfect diets that are inflexible and keep you stuck because they're broken and they don't work in the reality of life to this approach that is flexible and allows you to continually moving forward, be consistent, if you will, to be able to get results no matter what happens, no matter what surprises come in your day-to-day life and in your day-to-day schedule. So I've got two things. One is a method and one is a mindset. So we're going to start with the method. And this is, as I just talked about, this concept of practicing skills rather than following or setting rules, perfect rules. So the difference here is rules are if you break it, you fail, period. It's very This side or this side, there's a clear line. It is black or white. It is you either do it or you don't. There is no flexibility. There is no gray area. You either win or you lose. That's it. Rules, right? You either do the thing you said you do and you're a winner or you don't and you're a loser. It's very brutal. And again, this is where diets come from. Eat zero carbs. If you, God forbid, eat an apple that day, oh, you failed, right? That's a rule versus a practice, which is where you choose a skill you want to work on and you do what you can that day. There's no rule. It's just one of those things where you're like, hey, this is the direction I want to go. I want to move my body today. And that can be either a two-hour workout in the gym, the perfect workout, or it can be a five-minute walk. It's a practice. It's flexible. It's on a continuum. You can do many things and still win. You see the difference versus the all or nothing, you do it or you don't, eat zero carbs, you're the winner you lose, versus an example would be, I'm going to choose a healthy carbohydrate today. Boom, that is a practice. You're eating healthier, smarter carbs, and that means you could win, you could be successful, you can make progress if you made one, Simple decision, one ate one better carb, or you ate 10, right? You're winning either way. You're getting momentum and you're moving forward versus that win or lose, nothing in between. Here's an example. This is where this kind of like began to make sense to me of this like diets are broken, it's stupid. I should practice skills. I should go with this practice-based flexible approach. A couple years ago, I traveled to, traveled to Pakistan for three weeks with some friends. It was an incredible expedition in northern Pakistan, up in the mountains. And during that time, we were at the mercy of whatever food our guide bought us. So we'd just be driving in our little tour van, bouncing around the dirt roads and rock roads of Pakistan. And we'd just stop in a village and go into some random house, right? I still don't really understand how this worked and there'd be food there and we would just eat whatever our guide purchased for us essentially. And in that environment, when life was crazy, how successful do you think it would have been if I was like, I ain't eating a single carb, right? Probably wouldn't have worked because literally I had no control over the food I was getting. 
However, in a practice approach where I was like, hey, for example, one of the practices that I follow all the time is I am going to eat protein with most meals. That's a very flexible practice. In that case, during that trip to Pakistan, I was wildly successful with every meal because there was usually a protein source. Sometimes there wasn't. At that point, it was like, okay, this is a meal I can eat a protein. So I'll just make the decisions, the best decisions I can. But when there was a protein source, I would win. I would make progress. I would live in alignment with my nutrition goals by just choosing the protein at the meal that it was there. And see, that is super flexible. It is practicing a skill of eating enough protein or eating protein with most meals rather than being like, I have to eat this many grams of protein or I failed today or I can't eat any carbs today, right? Those super wildly inflexible rules that break down as soon as something like a guide is ordering food for us happens in your life. It could be traveling to your parents for the holidays, right? You may be like, I ain't eating zero carbs. And then you travel for the holidays and it's like someone makes a meal for you and there's carbs. What are you going to do? Probably eat the meal, right? Most likely. There it broke, broke down. But if your rule was like, hey, I'm just going to, again, make a smart carbohydrate choice, I will choose the healthier or the whole grain or the less processed carb at least once when I have the opportunity, you could still go into that meal, make the best decision you could that's in alignment with that practice of eating smarter, healthier carbs, and you win. You are moving yourself closer to being a healthy person rather than failing because God forbid you ate carbs, okay? A little bit of an extreme example, but I hope you guys are seeing what I'm getting at here. This is about building momentum versus waiting to take the perfect action. This is baby steps and constantly taking the actions you can versus doing nothing unless it's the perfect thing. And this gets us into the next thing. So we talked, we just talked about the one method I had for you, which was practicing skills versus trying to set and follow rigid rules. And this gets us now into the mindset shift, which is embracing this tiny wins mindset. And so what this is, is this is the idea of doing something, taking a baby step to move yourself closer to the outcome you want from point A to point B and doing whatever it takes, whatever you can do in the moment to take one little step forward rather than sitting and waiting for the perfect moment to come. For example, if you want to get fit and you just signed up for a gym and you're like, I'm going to go to the gym four days a week, but then stuff comes up, your kid gets sick and you can't go to the gym. If you were going for that big action of like, I'm going to get into the gym. Well, now you can't do it because you're babysitting your kid. Many times people just won't go because they can't. And that's a great, but they won't do anything, right? They were stuck waiting for the perfect action, which was, I'm going to get to the gym to do the workout instead of doing what they could, which may be putting their kid in the stroller and going for a walk around the block. That is a baby step. That is a tiny win that you still got exercise. You still moved your body and you still invested in your fitness. You moved one step closer to being the more fit individual that you want to be. And you did that because you embraced the tiny wins mindset, which is, hey, if I can't, even though I can't do the thing that I wanted to do, the perfect action, 
I will still do something. And that mindset has to be consciously learned because again, many of us, myself included drift to this. Well, if I can't do the thing that I wanted to do, which was go to the gym, then screw it. I'm not gonna do anything. I missed it. And it's maintaining this flexibility, this cognitive flexibility to go, okay, if I can't go to the gym, I can still get myself a little bit healthier by doing what I can. Maybe you can't even take your kid outside because your kid's barfing all over the place. You can still do some air squats in the kitchen while you make some chicken noodle soup, right? Five air squats by the stove. You're still getting exercise. You're moving your body and it's a tiny step. You are now closer to the person you want to be than if you were just like, well, can't make it to the gym, not going to do anything. Okay. So stack small wins, do what you can when you can, that is the tiny wins mindset. So hope you enjoyed this short episode. Again, the whole concept here was prepare for what's messy. Life isn't perfect. And many times we start or follow these rigid diets or these exercise plans that are perfect and perfect is great. If you can do perfect, absolutely enjoy it, do it. But perfect will eventually break down. And when it break down, when it does break down, unless you and I have an ability to scale the thing back we wanted to do to make it flexible so that we can take a small step, even when we can't take the big step, that ability to be flexible, to think about a practice, how can I practice being a healthy individual, a fit individual? And how can I take that one tiny step, even if I can't do the perfect thing right now? Those two things, that method and that mindset, that is going to get you at the end of the day, the results you want much more quickly. It's going to allow you and me to become the type of people we wish to be much more quickly than if we continue to wait and only take action when it's perfect. If we want to win in life, like Michael Phelps won in the race, we need to practice and prepare for the messy and for the imperfect so that we can continue to build momentum and move toward the results that we want. So I hope you found this helpful. If you want to look at, or if you want some suggestions for practices, little tiny steps you can follow in order to begin to get more healthy, we're talking lose fat, build strength, increase your fitness, feel better, sleep better, have more energy, have more clarity and mental focus. If any of that sounds good to you, but I've got two episodes for you that I've already recorded that you can listen to. And those will give you specific ideas about how to put this method and this mindset into play. The first is episode 10. It's called three uncommon strategic systems that get you leaner, fitter, and healthier. And the second is episode 13, which is titled how to drop 10 to 20 pounds without dieting. Those are excellent episodes and will give you practical, clear steps that you can take to begin to increase your fitness, little tiny steps at a time, even if you don't have the perfect schedule and routine. Okay. And lastly, guys, I don't run ads on this podcast. I do this and I put this information out there because it's stuff that has helped me become leaner, fitter, healthier, and overall a better human. And I want you guys to be able to do just that as well. 
Now, the one ask I have is that if you have found this valuable, if this podcast is something that you enjoy and you find useful and worth your time, the one ask I have is that you leave a rating and review because that massively helps this podcast go out to more people. And you can join us in our mission of helping 1 million people increase and elevate their health so they can live more fully alive. That'd be awesome. And again, other last thing, I guess I have two asks. If you rate and review the podcast, it takes like 60 seconds to do, super quick, big, big help. And then finally, if you know of someone who would benefit from hearing this, just simply share it with them and bring them along. As you get healthier, as you get fitter in this year, 2023, bring a friend along, share it with them, and then we're all gonna get more healthy, fit, and live more fully alive together. All right, that's it for today. Thank you so much for tuning in. I'll see you next week for another episode of, see if I can say it right this time, the Optimized for Impact podcast. Take care.